I think we've all experienced a moment in our life where a thought or an emotion takes over control the way we feel. Whether it is for better or worse, it becomes a runaway train that we are part of and there is no way of getting off. Now, of course, we'll ride that train to the end if it's a high high and we feel great, but what if the thought or the situation makes us feel sad, unmotivated, or any other unwanted emotion? Well, we're going to be looking for an exit strategy as soon as possible. Today, I want to talk about the power of mindfulness and the steps that we can take that will allow for us to gain control of our feelings. By being better equipped for dealing with unwanted emotions or thoughts, we can recognize, accept, investigate, and become non-attached to whatever arises in our mind. Mindfulness is an incredibly important skill for us to develop and one that we'll be able to utilize for the rest of our lives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to It's the Bearded Man podcast with your favorite, the world's favorite bearded man, Bob Bay. Each week on these solo podcasts, I try to share some insight on topics to help you become the best version of yourself. Do I have all the answers? Absolutely not. This is just my bearded wisdom that I hope brings value to you. Now, if you enjoy this episode at any moment in time, please, all that I ask, screenshot this episode on whatever platform you are listening in on, post it to your IG story. Tag me at Bobby. That's B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y. Share out the podcast on your IG story and let me know what the biggest takeaway was, what the learning was. Just share it out and let the world know that you are tuning in to this podcast, baby. It is so much appreciated and it helps grow this podcast organically. If you have not yet already signed up for the Stay Dialed In newsletter, you are missing out and I suggest you sign up at some point today. Coming in hot every single Tuesday into your inbox to help you become the greatest version of yourself. It is everything that you could ask for. So please head over to itsthebeardedman.com to join. This is weekly wisdom delivered directly to your inbox. It can be read in usually three to five minutes. I try to be very, very cautious of your time. And so please head to itsthebeardedman.com to join. The link is in the description of this episode. Thank you so very much. The power of mindfulness. Two weeks ago, I received a phone call from my mother that a family friend of ours had passed away. This wasn't just any family friend. This was someone who felt like blood to me. Growing up, he came over every Sunday to watch football or anytime Boston sports teams were headed to the finals. Now, if you know anything about the last 20 years of Boston sports, We've been to a lot of finals, so you could say he came over quite a bit. He felt like another uncle to me, and I always looked forward to hearing the stories of what it was like growing up with my dad and his brothers when they were running around the streets of Holyoke, Massachusetts. Now, this news was quite a bit of shock to me. Um, From what I was told, this wasn't an accidental death, but potentially a suicide. Outside looking in, everything seemed to be great and fine and dandy, but little did we all know that in reality, there was something that was eating him alive. Now, I don't want this to be a sad podcast episode. This is just to give context to the situation that I was dealing with, where I heavily leaned into my mindfulness skill to embrace the whole situation. What had happened, happened. There was nothing that I could control at this moment in time to make it different. The only thing that was in my control was how I was reacting to the situation entirely. 
years of meditation, learning how to battle every and all emotion. This was the first time I was really challenged to put these skills that I had developed to work and it truthfully helped. I was able to separate myself from the situation, accept what had happened, investigate how I was feeling, and do my best to become non-attached to the feelings associated with losing a loved one. Essentially, I was able to embrace the emotions and then excuse me, and then compartmentalize it and move forward with the day. Even saying this out loud sounds like some assembly line of learning to control my thoughts and emotions, and as weird or as foreign as that may sound, it's the truth. It's not like I hadn't seen this person in 10 years and it didn't phase me. I had just seen this person a month ago when I was back home visiting family. I wasn't trying to run and hide from the emotions that I was feeling either, but rather accept them, lean into them, and keep going. Let's just say this hasn't always been the way that I've operated. Being able to navigate my emotions as if I'm part of SEAL Team 6 is something that has been learned in the last couple of years. As a kid, I was always someone that was extremely emotional. It wasn't something that I could truthfully control. It was just part of me and I accepted it. When situations happened or thoughts arose in my mind, I attached myself to them like I was a balloon and I went wherever the wind blew me. I had absolutely no control. I was at the mercy of wherever the balloon took me. Is this ideal? Not at all. A situation most of us can relate to and wish upon nobody else. We are strapped to a roller coaster that is throwing us all over the place with no way to exit the ride. With time, practice, and consistency of becoming an internal investigator of my emotions, I was able to dial in on the root of the problem. Once I understood the root, I was able to better handle the situation and dig myself out of the trench sooner than, than later. Now, my intent with this podcast episode is to better equip your mind for any situations, thoughts, or emotions that arise in your life. A few weeks ago, I talked about the importance of vulnerability on episode 113, where I discussed the importance of sharing how you're feeling and the mediums that we can utilize to our advantage. This week is focused on becoming the real-time investigator of whatever bubbles up within us so that we can solve the case and continue on with our lives without missing a beat. Now, I got to give credit where credit is due, as this podcast episode is fully inspired by the book Real Happiness by Sharon Salzberg, uh, where she discusses the four steps known as RAIN, which we'll get into today, that helps us form a better understanding and relationship with our thoughts and our emotions. I just finished reading the book this morning, and it is beautiful. I highly, highly recommend it. I will have that linked up in the description below. Ultimately, RAIN helps us become a master of our mind. With these steps in our back pocket, we'll be better prepared for whatever hurdles come across our way in the near future. Four steps to taking control of our mind. Number one, recognize. This might sound a little silly, but it's really important to first take a second to pause and understand how you are feeling in this moment. Are you sad, excited, nervous, anxious, overwhelmed, joyful, etc.? It's impossible to deal with a thought or emotion if we don't take a second to acknowledge how we're feeling in this moment. Whatever the motion is, say to yourself, I see you sadness, or 
I see you, happiness. Now, for example, this morning when I woke up, I felt lightheaded. My throat was a little congested, and I for sure didn't feel my 100%. I knew going on a run this morning was not going to happen. Not only would I feel absolutely terrible on the run, but there's a chance I may have I would may feel even worse when I get back since my body will have been pushed and exerted of all of its energy. If you know me and you listen to these podcasts, you know how important that morning sweat is to jumpstarting my day. And without it, I feel lost. Now, although it wasn't ideal, I recognized the emotion, which was the first step that I needed to take in order to dig myself out of the rut. I see you, drowsiness. I ain't a fan of you, but I can feel you and I see you. We are all humans and deal with unwanted emotions and thoughts from time to time again. It's not a question of if, it is a question of when. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by the greatest hydration brand in all of the land, Liquid IV. Let's go, baby. Now, if you're a longtime listener of Liquid IV, you know I work for the company, but honestly, I'm gonna tell you something, straight facts right here. I live and breathe by this product. I am a big runner. I'm a big fitness junkie. Sometimes on the weekends, I'm making some bad decisions and I wake up and I'm in the trenches and I'm hungover. Uh, I work from home a lot. Sometimes I'm traveling. The one thing that is common in all of those situations I just described is I'm drinking liquid IV. This is an absolute game changer. This podcast is all about reaching our inner potential, and I'm telling you right now, Liquid IV is what you need to help unlock your inner potential. One stick of this amazing God-sent product in 16 ounces of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone. Can you believe that? I mean, literally, it, it, it's a game changer, okay? It contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. It is healthier than sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. This is made with clean ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. Uh, what is it about Liquid IV that makes it so effective? It is cellular transport technology. We like to call it CTT, baby. Well, just CTT. I like the baby at the end. Uh, what this is, this is the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium that delivers water and nutrients into the bloodstream. It is the perfect balance to help you hydrate more quickly and efficiently than water alone. Okay, I have scheduled water breaks throughout my day to make sure I am getting enough water. And you better believe I am pouring liquid IV into these water breaks because having enough hydration in my body allows me to have a clear mind. It allows me to work all day long. I don't feel drowsy. I don't feel tired. You need to continuously feed your body water. It's very important, but what better way to do it than to hydrate you, yourself faster and more efficiently with liquid IV? Like I said, one stick of this amazing product and 16 ounces of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone. My favorite flavors are tangerine, lemon lime, strawberry. We just came out with yellow cherry. Watermelon is banging. And there's honestly a bunch of other great flavors. I'm just giving you my favorite ones, but you don't have to drink it. Also, what I love about the company is that it is on a mission to change the world, also known as CTW. Uh, as of right now, the company donated over 4 million servings to the COVID, um, you know, fighting COVID-19. Uh, products were donated to, um, excuse me, hospitals, frontline responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. And as of right now, the company has donated 11 million servings across the globe. That is amazing, okay? 
Nothing better than buying a product that not only makes you feel better, but is also helping change the world for the better. That's what I'm talking about, baby. So if you'd like to grab some Liquid IV, head over to liquidiv.com today. Use my promo code, thebeardedman, all one word. That'll get you 20%, 25% off anything on your order every single time. Not just your first, not just your second, not your third. Every single time you go to Liquid IV, use my promo code, thebeardedman, for 25% off. Even if there is a massive sale happening and it's a 30% off sale, you can still use my code and it's still gonna match whatever the highest sale is on the website. So please do yourself a favor. Go to liquidiv.com today. Use my promo code, thebeardedman, for 25% off and you're gonna feel your best self because that's what this podcast is all about. We're here to reach our inner potential. Back to the episode. So the first step in mastering mindfulness, we must recognize and acknowledge what we are feeling in the moment. Number two, accept. One of my favorite sayings that is pretty straightforward is this. It is what it is. Let me say that one more time. It is what it is. After we've taken a moment to recognize the thoughts or feelings that have risen, we must accept them. The way, the more we try to resist it, the harder it is going to be to let them pass through us. When we resist, we are putting a red light to the emotion or thought, and so it just sits inside of us. When we accept it, we are putting a green light to the emotion or thought, and by doing so, it has the ability to pass through us doesn't happen necessarily immediately, but eventually it will find itself the door out and leave us for a bit. Good riddance, don't let the door hit you on the way out, baby. 10 to 20 minutes of meditation per day taught me to become an observer of my thoughts and emotions and accept them for what it is. My eyes are closed, I'm focused on my breath. Ooh, I sense a little anxiousness for the day ahead. No worries, we're gonna ride this wave out. We can't control what arises in us within a day, but we can control how we react to it. After I recognized that I was feeling agitated and anxious this morning from not getting in the morning sweat, I accepted it and I didn't resist it. Instead of getting caught up and being disappointed, I just accepted the fact of the matter and told myself I'd get back to it later today or maybe first thing tomorrow morning. The second step in mastering mindfulness, we must accept whatever is passing through us for what it is and not resist it. Number three, investigate. After we've accepted the emotion for what it is, we need to investigate it to understand why it is making us feel this type of way. We don't want a knee-jerk reaction, but instead we want to react from a space of calculated decision-making. What I mean by this is we want to actually understand why we are feeling the way we feel. We want to understand if there's anything that we can do to help this not happen again in the future. And we want to have a better understanding of why we're feeling that way so that we understand it in the first place. By going through these steps, we can put a case together as to what caused us to feel this way in the first place And then we can make a conscious effort to hopefully not be in the same position again. In my example of waking up and not feeling so hot, I can directly attribute this being the reason why I wasn't able to get the morning workout in. Instead of putting the blame on myself for not being able to show up 
which can easily be the case, you know, bearded man, why do you have to feel like shit today? Why couldn't you wait till the weekend or picked another day? Well, the truth is, it was completely out of my control. I did not choose to feel this way today. It just kind of happened. Bad hand of cards was dealt this morning, but it's all good. With that being said, I can then move forward with the mindset of, this was something that was out of my control. I treat my body with care and I feed it with proper foods and liquids daily, which is in my control. Therefore, I have no reason to beat myself up. See how the perspective of the situation changed after we investigated it? This makes a big difference in our day, our mood, and our energy. So the third step of mastering mindfulness, we must investigate the emotion to understand the root of where it's coming from. Number four, non-identification. The fourth and final step is to not think or believe a certain thought or emotion is who we are as a whole. A famous quote that I have learned to live by that explains it perfectly, this too shall pass. Emotions come and they go. Some stick around longer than others, but one thing that we know for a fact is that this too shall pass with time. The easy route is to allow ourselves to believe that this one emotion describes us as a whole, which is so far from the case. It is a mere small percent of who we really are Yet there are times when we allow unwanted thoughts or emotions to feel as if they describe us completely. Me not being able to get out in that morning sweat doesn't define me as a failure. It just happens to be a little speed bump that I happen to hit along the way. I know that over the long haul, I will show up on a consistent basis, and so this day missed won't even matter. Similarly, I know the same to be true about unwanted emotions. Over the long haul, I will and have learned how to not identify myself with them because they won't be around for the entirety of my life. The fourth and final step in mastering mindfulness, we must learn the skill of non-identification and not attach ourselves to whatever arises. To recap, thoughts and emotions will arise and we can't control when they do or don't. What we can control is how we react to them And instead of letting them steer us one direction or another, we can learn to navigate it the way we wish to do so. The power of mindfulness is a skill that anyone can learn, so don't be fooled and think you are incapable of doing so. Like anything else in life, it takes repetition and consistency of doing it over a long period of time. Four steps to mastering mindfulness. Number one, recognize. We must recognize and acknowledge what we are feeling in this moment. Number two, accept. We must accept whatever is passing through us for what it is and not resist it. Number three, investigate. We must investigate the emotion to understand the root of where it's coming from. And number four, non-identification. We must learn the skill of non-identification and not attach ourselves to whatever arises. This too shall pass. Challenge for the listeners. Spend 15 minutes in the next 24 hours to think through a recent situation you had difficulty with a thought or an emotion. Role play each of the four steps in your mind. Recognize, accept, investigate, and non-identification. 
get good at this process, and the next time an unwanted emotion or thought rises in you, use these same steps to work through whatever you are going through. I guarantee you it will help. Questions from the Stay Dialed In community. Evan Cudworth, mindfulness in groups. This is a great reminder that you never know someone's true and full story, so never judge a book by its cover. Even if someone is happy and joyful on the outside, they may be shielding how they actually feel on the inside. I'm not saying you need to act as if you are walking on glass every time you're in a group setting and be slow and steady, but I will say just be aware of the emotions people are exerting around you. Take note and observe it. That is for sure one of the greatest skills that I've learned from interviewing people is to watch their body language when they talk. It could show you more than you'd ever imagine. Next uh, question comes in from my man, Steve Odell. Discuss things to avoid. What breaks mindfulness, distracts us? Uh, Things to avoid. People, social media, TV shows, movies, music, podcasts, or literally anything that does not make you feel good. If after doing X makes you feel sad, scared, frightened, or any unwanted emotion, do not. I repeat, do not do X thing again. What breaks mindfulness is letting our thoughts run on and on and on again. We create this narrative, this story in our head, and before you know it, we've completely lost grip of the present moment. Anytime your mind feels like it's on this runaway train of thoughts, and we are completely distracted, take a second to recognize, which is the first step, that our mind is somewhere we don't want it to be. Count your breath to 10, and then start over again until you are back in the present moment. Breathe in, one. Breathe out, two. Breathe in, three. Breathe out, four. See how you feel. Last question comes in from Rug Tamize. How to let go of the thoughts and energy behind them. One of two ways to do so. First is the, stec- is the second step that we discussed today. Accept. Accept this thought or emotion that has risen in you and then let it pass through you. The second suggestion that I have is to, again, do that breathing technique of counting to 10. It amazes me how just focusing on the breath can recenter us back to the present moment. It is truly a game changer. This week's pod review of the week is coming in from my good old friend, Matt Robitaille. Subject of the review, the best, let's go. My man gave it five out of five stars, gotta love it. He said, if you want someone who is gonna help unlock your inner potential, Bob Bay is the man for you. This man is the definition of hard work and dedication to achieve any and every dream or goal. That means a lot to me, Matt, and I appreciate you, brother, and thank you for supporting the content, and thank you for taking the time to write the review. I see you out there. I see you busting it, making a splash in the fitness space, so please keep going, um, and, and really, that's, that is what it's all about, helping not only myself as I'm reflecting and learning along the way to reach my inner potential, but to do so for any of you out there that are listening today. So 
we can do this together. I'm not above you. I'm not below you. I'm right beside you, and I'm walking with you as we all try to reach our inner potential. If you would like to be the pod review of next week, please head to the iTunes podcast app. Go to It's the Bearded Man. Scroll down and leave just a one-sentence review on what you've enjoyed on this podcast. It really does help a lot, and I greatly appreciate any of you who take the time to do so. If you have not yet already signed up for the State Dial, the newsletter, uh, please do so today. Three to five minutes every single Tuesday coming in hot to your inbox uh, to help you reach your inner potential. Head to itsthebeardedman.com to join today, or you can scroll down to the bottom uh, of the description of this episode, and I have a link right there. Stay dialed, in, stay dialed in newsletter is the newsletter to be subscribed to, so I hope, uh, hope you're enjoying it. If you enjoyed this podcast, though, this episode today, if it, if it was valuable to you and, and I didn't waste your time, which I pray to God I didn't, screenshot this episode, post it to your IG story, tag me at Bobby. That's B-O, three B's, four A's and a Y. Shout out this podcast on your IG story. Let me know what the biggest takeaway was, what the learning was, and uh, this organic growth of sharing it out there and uh, posting it really does help this show. And I see you, all of you out there that do it on a week over week base. Uh, it really means the world to me. So thank you for doing so. We got a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes of uh, the Bearded Man content. We're growing, we're elevating, we're building out a team. We're trying to just take this thing to the next level. And so if any of you have any suggestions, please, please, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can either slide through my DM on Instagram. You can shoot me an email, which is just Bobby, excuse me, Bobby at itsthebeardedman.com. And let me know what you're thinking. If you have an idea, you have any feedback, I'm open to all of it. So please do not hesitate to reach out. It is so much appreciated. That is episode 121, Mastering Mindfulness, Four Steps to Taking Control of Our Mind. It's the Bearded Man Podcast. See you.